This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Continuing day number 36, which the ladder of growth, in order to achieve greatness in Torah, a person has to be enosameach behora'ah. Here, you have something that you have to stay away from. And I actually saw something very interesting on the parasha from the Orachim HaKadosh, Parashat Bechukotai. He has 42 explanations on the word, on, on Parashat Bechukotai. And in his ninth explanation, he explains the following. O Yirtzederach Omram. What does it mean? Im Bechukotai Telechu Ve'et Mitzvotai Tishmoru Va'asitem Otam is that a person has the ability to grow through the 48 channels that the Chachamim tell us. And anybody who wants to achieve Torah is only going to be able to these these 48. And that's what's written. If you want to achieve Torah, what's the condition? Two things. Some of them, positive, do mitzvot. In other words, add upon yourselves proper midot. And but also tishmoru ed mitzvotai is positive, and tishmoru is also to stay away from stuff. In other words, you have va'asite motam. Some of them you have to do, and some of them tishmoru you have to stay away from. So im bechukotai telech. If you want to achieve the the derech haTorah through the forty eight kinyanim, so some of the mitzvot you have to be tishmoru. You have to stay away from, and some va'asite motam you have to do. So this one of samech beorai is staying away from being happy in ruling. You have to be have an attitude that you don't know everything in life. And if you think that you know everything and you're confident in giving rulings, that is a sign of arrogance and it's a sign that it is something that is not going to make you achieve Torah. Rabbi Benzion Abashol in Or Litzion Musar Amud Ayin Vav gives, four, gives three different reasons why it's not necessarily a good thing to be involved in a halachic rulings if you don't have to. Number one, what happens if you're going to be mistaken? That's going to be your fault. If a person is involved in psak halacha and he says something and it's wrong, it goes on his shoulder like it's written in in Pirkei Avod, Perek Dalet, Mishta Yudbet, Rav Yudomer, Vezer B'Talmud, Shishgaga Talmud Ole Zadon. Mistakes in Talmud is like on purpose. You shouldn't have said it. Number two, is that when you're going to keep on saying something and people are going to keep on answering questions, people think you actually know and sometimes you don't know, you're going to have to answer because of a doubt. So that's going to be, that's going to be very bad because you're going to start answering things instead of saying, I don't know, you're actually going to answer. And number three, there's going to be times where you actually have to think about things for a long time. And you're not going to be able to, and you're going to be pressured, and you're going to have to give an answer without thinking about it for a long time. And this is, um, and this is something that uh, that he writes, Rav Benzina Bashol, that he would always be very scared from paskining, and he never thought to paskin unless there is nobody else there. The truth is, when Rav Zalman Meltzer once came to the Chavetz Chaim and told him that he doesn't want to accept upon himself. Uh, the position of, um, of of Rabbanim. This is written in the Sefer Bederich Eitz Chaim. So when uh, when when the when the Rebbe Zalman was 
was um, offered the position of the Rabbanut of Slutsk, and he was young. So the Chavetz Chaim heard him and he said, listen, what do you want? You want that there should be Rabbanim that should be there that are not Yorei Hora? So it's better for a person to be Yorei Hora, not to be Sameach Behora, not to be happy with having to give rulings, but having to do it anyways. But at least he has the proper uh, framework. He has the proper approach to it. And having somebody who's not worthy. So obviously a person shouldn't shy away when he has to, but he has to come with a proper approach. I saw an unbelievable story that Rav Shimshin Sherer from New York said about his father, Moshe Sherer. Moshe Sherer was a, um, was very close to Rabbi Hanan. When Rabbi Hanan came to America, Rabbi Moshe Sherer used to take care of him. He learned a lot of lessons. One thing that they did was that when Rabbi Hanan woke up and when Rabbi Hanan started his day, he started with learning. And he would sit down and ask a bunch of questions that were piercing questions on the sugya. Nevertheless, they were, um, they were questions that he wanted him to, they, they were simple, but very, very piercing. So, uh, Ramesh heard, here's the kasha, and he says, uh, I don't know. So, Rabbi tells him, I'm gonna tell you when you're allowed to say, I don't know. And this is when. When you can't eat, and you can't sleep, and you can't drink, and your head hurts for the first day, because you have this question, and you can't think of the answer. And the second day, you can't eat, you can't drink, you can't sleep, and your head hurts because of this question. And the third day, the same? That's when you could say you don't know. Sometimes you say you don't know because you don't want to deal with it. I don't know means that you really have to put effort in thinking about something, then you say you don't know. So on one hand, you can't just be quick to say I know. On the other hand, you have to think about it. So it's not a, uh, it's not an easy balance to have and a person really has to know how to, how to, how to, um, how to balance this, uh, this tightrope of not being quick and wanting to answer. But on the, uh, on the other hand, when he has to answer, you do it, uh, you do it with tremendous, uh, with tremendous era. I mean, the stipler writes many times in uh, in his letters that he's a yore hayra. I, I I see myself great rabbanim that I've asked questions to. They they say I don't know. I have to think about it. They know all the Torah in their mind. When they say they don't know, it's not that they don't know. It's that they have everything in their mind, just they don't want to paskin yet. They're not sure. And somebody who's quick to shoot off the cuff. You definitely have to be very wary of her. There's a very famous um, Hagdama in the Igrot Moshe from Moshe Feinstein on his magnum opus of his Chuvot, and he explains how it is one allowed to paskin halachot in the first place. On one hand, it says ki rabim pila. That's a Talmud that didn't get to the level of as of 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 hara and he paskins. On the other hand, if a person is uh, got got to a level of loba shamayim he. That after he learned what he was supposed to, what, what, what he was supposed to be mevar the din, he has to be able to paskin. And therefore, when it says in Chazal that the shgaga and by accident of paskining is made, it, it's like he's, it's done on purpose and scaring a person not to paskin too quickly. Says Rosh that's when he didn't properly mevar the din. When he properly didn't put in the effort to understand. But if he properly did what he was supposed to do trying to understand, then there's no question he has to be able, he, 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 he's able to paskin and he should do so. So this is a tightrope and the practical lesson over here is when not only people who are rabbanim and people who paskin,
but even people who are who are not at that level, but they they are asked questions and they on one hand they they just say quickly an answer without thinking about it. They have to know that they you know everybody poskins for their family, everybody poskins for themselves. They have to know to be careful and not to be just quick. Just to be meyushav and to and to think about things because these are very. Um, it, it, it's very important that a person gets things done with the Yukon, and that's one of the Memchas Kenyanim. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.